0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Health Hub. My name is Kathy Biasse, and I am your host. And along with Alex Diaz, our producer, we would like to welcome you to our show. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, everybody.
1: Good morning, Kathy. How are you? Keeping well, doing well. I've got uh, some. Uh New technicians in training at the moment, so I'm very excited.
0: Excellent. New blood in the studio. Uh Uh-huh. They're here to help you and support you. Of course. Yeah, you're a very, very, very busy person, so it's uh, well worth it that you get some needed support.
1: Well, yes, I very much appreciate any support I can get, and it's great that they're here.
0: Yes, welcome. Welcome to you both. Welcome to you. Both. A little pressure on it. Got to perform well.
1: Yep. <laughs> and I didn't have a coffee this morning, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, you didn't? No, I've been trying to get away from coffee this year, just as a to see how how it uh,
0: affects you affects
1: me because I got used to it, and now I just want to cut it out because I used to survive without coffee before. But oh, anyway. this is a
0: survival tactic for you?
1: Uh, sometimes.
0: <laughs> Gets you through the day? Yeah. <laughs> is it all, all day you drink coffee or just the mornings? Uh,
1: no, just just the mornings and then I used to have one at four o'clock in the oh, afternoon, yeah. which is not helpful for me, for me to get back into sleep as we... Discovered I in enjoy, our programs. I enjoy and coffee,
0: and I don't feel bad having it at all. It's one of the things I look forward to in my day. <laughs> oh, that's good.
1: I'm glad you're able to
0: <laughs> to get through the day with it and without it. No, it's it's good. I enjoy coffee. I, yeah. I have one a day, and that's that's about it. It's a biggie.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I make it at home, but I, I do enjoy it. Everything else is good. We're moving forward with all the anniversary plans and things. Yeah, like so that. we
1: actually uh, actually spoke with uh, some new hosts uh, with regards to a. Uh, a finance program that we are going to be launching at some point in the near future. Interesting. And so that's also something that uh, we're working towards. So when I'm not in the studio, I'm typically at home on my uh, Adobe software, my Photoshop, creating all these images for all these exciting new programs that we've got going on. So it's been very, very... You are
0: a jack of all trades, aren't you?
1: Well... Um, it it's it's um God given. So as long as I'm able to continue to do what I'm doing, then I'll I'll do it, right? Good for you, Alex. So.
0: That's a great great perspective, a great outlook. Excellent. Uh, today's show is live, as you can tell. Our number is 416 245 1534. If you would like to call in to speak to Udo Erasmus, who is a wonderful, wonderful guest, you will know him by his uh, great supplement line. Um, please do follow us. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are at The Health Hub RMC. And do feel free to email us at thh at thhradiomaria.ca. And please do subscribe to our podcast. All of our shows are converted into podcasts. We just put two up this last week week, mm-hmm. uh, I think, and my memory is not serving me well, but they, I think we're up to date with all of our shows as of now. So uh, great guests, as always, with great, 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 great information. So please do take the time and, uh, and listen to the podcast. You will find our podcasts uh, on all your favorite platforms. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes, and you can find our podcasts on the Radio Maria Canada website, which is radiomaria.ca, and on my website, which is kathybiase.com. So, I made a real left turn this morning um, as to what I was going to talk about, which uh, benefits me in some way because I can push that back a week. Um, but I had uh, an email, and I've had my my daughter and uh, actually both daughters talk to me about the the coronavirus. And um, i I do not want to give my um, this is all factual that I've been pulling from the Toronto Public Health site. Um, it's a concern. Um, and we need to do our due diligence, but I think we also need to know the facts that are out there. So uh, I'm not interjecting with anything except maybe a few of my own um Proposals to help prevent, but just to read over to you some of the things that I have pulled from the sites. The coronaviruses are a large family of viruses that cause illnesses ranging from the common cold to more severe uh, diseases, usually of the upper respiratory tract. Um, Some coronaviruses transmit between animals, some between animals and people, and others, and other viruses from uh, person to person. Um, This virus is similar in its symptomology of other viruses, runny nose, headache, sore throat, fever, uh, a general feeling of unwellness, and a prolonged cough after the fever has gone. Um, the symptoms usually uh, rectify themselves and are mild. As with any other uh, concern, if you find that these are persistent or getting worse after a uh, you know, a reasonable amount of time, do see a health practitioner. Um, The elderly as well as young children are more vulnerable to to this and uh, children may experience more gastrointestinal issues than adults. So, to be aware of, for certain. Um, There are no specific treatments for the coronavirus and no vaccines to protect against it. This is a virus. It is not a bacteria, so antibacterial viruses will not work. Um, Liken it to a, a cold symptoms of cold or a flu. And as I said, um, if you feel that it's getting persistent or your, your symptoms are getting worse, then do go to your doctor. I think in Toronto, we've had two confirmed cases of it. So, uh, you know, logic prevails here in these situations. Uh, So I will just give you a few recommendations from the site and a few of my own. Uh, Some are quite obvious, but do bear repetition um, when you're trying to create a toolbox and and a kit for your help uh, of preventing this disease or, you know, and if you do get it for fighting the disease. Okay, we all run into viruses throughout our lives. This is, you know, during this period, during the winter, they are, are more prevalent than any other time of year, um, and in most cases we fight them off, and this this case should not be any different. But we do need to be diligent in 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 watching our symptoms. So drink plenty of fluids. This is the first one, and it's. Um, you know, the fluids help to, um, especially water. I'll talk specifically of water here. Water is very important for the saliva in your mouth. Saliva is made mainly of water. We've talked a bit about saliva in past shows. Very important for the digestion of your food. Uh, breaking down, There's there are uh, enzymes for breaking down your food. Anything that we can do to support the digestive system will increase your nutrient absorption. So drinking water helps for nutrient absorption, digestion. It and also helps. Cleansing as
1: well. Sorry. Cleansing mm-hmm. as
0: well. Yes. Coming uh, into, um, elimination of toxins. Uh, so many things. So keep your throat, uh, moist. You know, you don't have to overdo it with the water. If you feel, if you feel your throat is getting dry, then have some sips of water. You want to keep your throat moist as well, just to prevent, uh, just to keep the health of that mucosal lining in your, uh, throat good. Get as much sleep as possible. Of course, you know that sleep is the time that we repair, we detoxify, and especially if you're feeling some symptomology, get rest. The 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 studies, and we've talked about this ad nauseum on the show, the importance of sleep, so do get it. Um, wash your hands often. And this is, again, I I don't want you to go to the point of every, bacteria is important. Um, We don't want to overdo it, but do wash your hands, especially if you're in open spaces. Wash your hands and avoid touching your eyes, your nose, or your mouth with unwashed hands. And this is just, you know, if you can avoid large crowds, um, this goes with any any type of virus that is floating around. If you can avoid large crowds at this point in time, do so. Um, if not, then, you know, obviously we do have to continue on our lives and we don't want this to be a crippling thought in our heads. This is not good either. So this is, we want to be diligent, as I said before. Uh, on a personal note, what I like to recommend uh, to people I see is to up your vitamin C Uh, at this time of year, very important, as well as your probiotics. Probiotics will help your uh, digestive tract, and we all know that um, the microbiome is a key piece in your immune system. So keeping your gut healthy, keeping your gut in good shape, really important uh, all the time, but uh, especially this time of year when we're trying to avoid getting sick, and of course, vitamin D, which is uh, beneficial to many things, including your immune system. So you know, do do look at reputable sites on the Internet if you're trying to find information. Um, you know, there's no need to become overly um, worried about this. That does you no good either. So just some general tips for you um, and be well. Uh, today's guest is Udo Erasmus. He is a pioneer of the health and wellness industry, having created flax oil and the healthy fats movement. He is also the co-founder of Udo's Choice supplement brand, a global leader in cutting edge health products, having sold tens of millions of bottles of healthy oils, probiotics, and digestive enzymes. Udo is an accomplished author, including fats that heal, fats that kill, uh, that has sold over 250,000 copies worldwide. Udo has an extensive education in biochemistry and biology and a master's degree in counseling psychology from Adler University, and has impacted over 5 million lives by passionately conducting. 5,000 plus presentations, more than 3,000 media interviews, 1,500 staff trainings, and traveled to over 40 countries with his message on how to achieve perfect health. Udo is a wonderful speaker. He has quite an interesting history, and please do stay with us, and we will talk about maybe Udo can give us his opinions on protecting ourselves and building our immune system as we go through the winter months. We will be back shortly.
1: There's no space that his love can't reach There's no place where we can't find peace There's no end to amazing grace
0: Take me in with your arms spread wide Take me in like an orphan child listening to Radio Maria Canada. We now continue with the program The Health Hub, hosted by Kathy Biasi. Welcome back everybody. Today's show is live. If you'd like to call in, our number is 416-245-1534 and please do follow us on our social sites. We are at The Health Hub RMC on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Udo, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us.
2: Good morning, Kathy.
0: It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. It really is, um, and I'd like you to tell everybody your wonderful story, the history that sort of brought you into the evolution of your health and fats. It's 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 a great piece for us to listen to.
2: Are you talking about the poisoning, pesticide poisoning?
0: Uh, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Your <laughs> well, I,
2: yeah, okay. I I started uh, I started during the Second World War. I was born in 1942. And we were refugees when I was two fleeing out of Poland into Germany with the communists chasing us in tanks and trucks. And the allies were using the refugees as target practice from planes. These were the good guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and when I and we made it out, it, <laughs> there's a long story there, but we made it out. And then when we when I was 10, we left Germany and uh, emigrated to Canada. Uh, lived in lived in British Columbia pretty much uh, since then. We uh, went to school in the Okanagan Valley and went to university at UBC in Vancouver. And uh, because I had a pretty chaotic chaotic up, uh, start, I was always looking for how things work. So I got into science and then into biosciences and then into psychology. You know how things work, how creatures work, how thinking works. Then I got into self-knowledge to try and figure out how I work. So that's kind of my background. It's uh, extensive, and I seem like, it seems like I'm a lifelong work in progress. In 1980, I got poisoned by pesticides because I sprayed them carelessly, and that really rubbed my nose in the fact that, that medicine didn't, uh, didn't have any, any solution for po- pesticide poisoning. And so I got really interested in nutrition and health, nutrition and disease, because I figured if the body's made out of food and something goes wrong, then number one, you've got to stop spraying pesticides carelessly. But number two is you have to raise your standard of the building materials that you bring into the body, because 98% of the atoms in your body are removed and replaced every year. That's why healing is possible. So in one year, if you raise the standard of your food intake, you can rebuild 98% of your body to a higher standard. And that's basically, uh, in, in that process of trying to figure out what the higher standard looked like, I found out that more health problems come from damaged oils than any other part of nutrition. And I thought, I can't get healthy on oils like that, so we should really make oils with health in mind, because they're usually made with shelf life in mind. And they're the most sensitive of our nutrients. They need the most care. We give them the least care because we throw them in a frying pan and turn them into smoke. And I decided that uh, we, I, should, I, I was going to develop a way to make oils with health in mind. And, and uh, so that's what I did. And out of that came flax oil. And omega-3s were just established to be essential at that time. Flax oil is the richest source. So, we developed flax oil by our new method of taking care of oils while they're being processed, filtered, filled, um, you know, so they don't get damaged by light, oxygen, and heat. And so, out of that came flaxseed oil, and then a blend, which is better balanced than that, which is called Udo's oil. That's basically my... And then I got into digestion with digestive enzymes and probiotics and fiber, and then I got into greens and... You know i I keep expanding it, and pretty much now i I look at all of nature and human nature because that's where health comes from life created health in nature out of natural things mm-hmm. so i that's what I'm spending my time doing now, actually trying to uh, put together a teachable field of health that addresses every part of our nature and nature, so environmental issues and and spiritual issues and mental issues, and how we eat, exercise, all of that is all, you know, who we, who we hang out with, you know, what our environment looks like. And all of that affects health. What our politicians are doing affects our health. I mean, everything affects our health. Mm-hmm. So basically, I get to address everything under the umbrella of health.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's really. the definition of holistic health, isn't it? And that's, that definitely is the way that we're tending to go.
2: Well, if you want to, if you want to be, if you want to have the best possible health, you got to give everything it's due
0: you're absolutely right and you know we home in a lot of times on specific areas of health and uh you know it's it's that that old adage of the uh the the metronome swinging too far to left and right where right in the middle is where we should be that sweet spot what interests me um with with your history a little bit is that you started in with the the oils and fats and and first of all i want someone had asked me what the difference between the two are so i, I want you to answer that but you started in with the health of, of of healthy oils and fats at a time when uh, fats were being slammed as unhealthy, so that's that's very yes. interesting to me.
2: Yes, it was definitely an uphill climb. Difference between a fat and an oil is is a, it's just a practical thing. Fats are hard at room temperature, and oils are liquid. Okay. And the reason for that is that the the essential fatty acids make oils more liquid and omega 3 and omega 6 um they have very low freezing points so they'll be they'll be liquid in your fridge but a, a saturated fat which is uh, like butter and lard and
0: coconut oil
2: and, and coconut oil mm-hmm. they'll be they'll be uh, hard in the fridge just because of the chemistry but the molecules are are similar other than Minor differences, and the the hard fats are don't have too much of the really essential stuff in them. That's why they're hard. If you put too much, uh, if you put the essential fatty acids in, the only thing we need from fats, omega three and omega six, that will make a fat liquid. Like if you mixed coconut oil with flax oil, you don't need <laughs> you know to. It would, depending on how much of each you use, of course, mm-hmm. uh, you you would make the coconut oil liquid in the fridge just by the mixture of it.
0: What made you uh, hone in on the the fats, as I said, at that period of time when it was, you know, everyone was pulling them out of their diet?
2: Well, yeah, it, it, yeah, that's crazy. And I didn't learn about fats in university either because the people I, I studied with, they were really interested in DNA, RNA, and protein. That was the big deal in, in genetics when I took it. And <clears throat> fats, nobody was interested in teaching. So I wasn't interested in either. <laughs> Sorry, but when I got into the literature the, the, to try and figure out nutrition and health, I realized that when oils are made, they're treated with draino, then with window-washing acid. This is industrial, most of the oils in the supermarket. Uh, Drano, window-washing acid, then they're bleached, they turns them rancid, then they get fried. They get heated to frying temperature. It's called deodorization or molecular distillation. And it, in that process, uh, a half to one percent of the molecules are damaged. And in the tablespoon of oil that is treated that way by industry, and this is before you fry it and wreck it some more, you get about a, uh, over a million damaged molecules for every one of your body's 60 trillion cells in one tablespoon. That's a lot of toxicity. These are molecules that never existed in nature. Life never made a program to break them down. And so they interfere when they get in your body. And I, when I looked at that, I said, no, that's, that's not good. I can't get healthy from my pesticide poisoning on oils that are damaged like that. We should make them with health in mind. And then I got really excited because a year after I got poisoned, this was in 1980 I got poisoned, 1981, while I was just looking in the research, it was established that omega-3s are also essential. It was known for omega-6s like in 1929 and for sure. omega-3 in 1981. And 99% of the population doesn't get enough omega-3s. They are a nightmare to work with because they're Super, super sensitive; way more sensitive than omega threes to damage, and every cell needs them. So I thought, wow! If if almost nobody gets enough, and we can get them made with health in mind, and get them out there, we could help so many people. And that I, I got so excited; I was like, I found a purpose for being here.
0: Hmm. Now the <laughs> difference. Now uh, to to make this clear to everyone who's <laughs> listening, omega sixes are not bad. It's just no, the, ratio, it's the ratio, yes, and it's the ratio, yeah, you have correct? To have
2: them. Yeah, there are two things with omega-6s. One is that if you don't get, get enough omega-3 to balance them, then, then that doesn't work too well for health. But the second and more important issue that doesn't get addressed is what's wrong with omega-6s that got the oils demonized in the first place when we went on low-fat diets was that the damage done to the omega-6s by the processing and during food preparation, and we should have blamed the processing and food preparation for the damage they do instead of the omega-6s themselves, because they're actually essential for the life and the health of every cell in the body.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and in a balance, correct? Like you're not advocating all-fat diets and things like that. This is within a balance of healthy diets, of plant-based I would say diets.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I, the research is pretty clear. If you want the longest, best, healthiest life, you make it mostly plant-based, mo- uh, whole food, plant-based. If you're going to go completely plant-based, you have to take vitamin B12, and in that diet, you need a balance of omega threes and omega sixes. You don't need any other fats, but they're fuel, you know, in moderation. You need omega-3s and omega-6s. If you don't get them, essential means you have to have them to live and be healthy. You, You can't make them from anything else in your body, so you have to bring it in from outside. If you don't get enough, your health goes down. You get deficiency symptoms. They are degenerative in nature. They get worse with time, and if you don't get enough long enough, you die. So this is like the really important stuff in food, you know? because you have to have it. And then number three is if you're going down because you're not getting enough of an essential fatty acid or an essential nutrient generally, and you bring it back into the diet in adequate quantities, then all the problems that come from not getting enough are reversed because life knows exactly what to do to make a healthy body, provided you take responsibility for making sure enough of all the essential nutrients land in your body so life can do its job.
0: And I think that's important um, uh, to reiterate what you were saying. Essential fats we need to obtain from our diet. They are not created within our body systems. So other than oils uh, in the food category, what do you suggest for people to consume?
2: Uh, Let me go to my fridge here. (laughs) I, I I have eat a lot of vegetables and I eat a lot raw. Mm-hmm. And just works for me, and i 've been doing it for years uh, i Actually, my fridge is empty because i 'm actually flying out at noon
0: <laughs> okay well, i don't want to put <laughs> you but, on the spot there <laughs>
2: uh, no no but i i have uh, I always have broccoli and I have cabbage and i don 't eat a lot of starchy foods potatoes and and rice i I don 't do well on them. I actually get overweight very quickly, even on the on the whole grains. I eat lots of fruit. But more vegetables: Uh, oranges, avocados, bananas, apples, tomatoes. uh, You know, uh, a very well-rounded,
0: yeah, very well-rounded diet.
2: Like the whole garden, I got the whole garden. Mm -hmm. Carrots, I got the whole garden in my fridge when it when it stocked. I I don't uh I don't eat a lot of animal products although I wasn't always like that it seems as I get older I'm 77 now as uh as I get older uh animal products like me less
0: <laughs> I so, think you're you're listening to your body that's what we want people to yeah, do right
2: Yeah that's exactly what's happening I I'm not doing it from a theory although it's also good for the environment cuz animal production is very uh is, is pretty hard on the environment. Yes. Uh, so so they, but that's not the reason I'm doing it. The reason I'm doing it, it just works better. It's not
0: for working me. for you. Okay, and I want to pay w-
2: attention to it. And I think if you're a warrior, uh, I think animal products are helpful because they make you more aggressive but if you're if you're trying to be a wizard or a wise man <laughs> and I'm in the age where my warrior my war Your warrior's days are gone <laughs> yeah, my warring days are over so now you're you the know, wizard
0: so,
2: yeah, so we tend to be uh uh or sages you know the, sage they, i like we tend sage sages is good. To be more. More uh, plant-based. Okay.
0: We're going to take a quick break because uh, some of the questions that I want to ask you, they're going to take a bit of time. So let's, Alex, we'll take a quick yeah, break well, here and we'll come back uh, in a couple of minutes.
2: Okay. And I'll have a couple of things to say about Corona as well.
0: Okay, great. Thank you.
2: Thank you. When I look back over my life. All the times you brought me through. Thank
0: you.
2: I just wanna say, Father, thank you.
0: When I was lonely
2: uh.
1: and needed someone to hold me, um, you were beside me uh. when my nights got cold.
2: he you say thing?
0: to The Health Hub here on Radio Maria Canada. A Catholic voice wherever you are. To contact us and be a part of the show, please call 416-245-1534. We now continue with the program. Here once again is your host, Kathy Biasi. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking with Udo Erasmus, sage of oils and fats. So we're going to continue on with a great conversation. Udo, um, I don't think we we covered this the first half, but I think it's important uh, that you explain to us why fats are important uh, for us in our health.
2: Oh, they uh, well, for one thing there, if you think about the human body, the, the, the storage of fuel in the human body is mostly fat. Not carbs, but fat. You know, fats and carbs both are fuel, but fats are the ones we store because they keep us warm for one thing, but we can store more. There. It's more efficient, efficient storage. And carbs are okay for immediate needs, but you can only store a pound of carbs in your, you know, as, as glycogen in your body. Uh, but you could have 300 pounds of fat. If, you, if you're 8% body fat and you burn half of it and your normal weight you can run 300 miles on that. Oh. You can run only 20 miles on the pound of carbs that you can store in your body. So they're they are fuel. But they're also what the mem- cell membranes are made from and the intracellular membranes are made from. Uh, they uh, In the, in those membranes are receptors that decide what can go into and out of cells. Very important for that. And in terms of the functions they play there, every Every system in the body needs it. The brain, if you take all the water out of the brain, what's remains is sixty percent fat. So we are fat heads. It's true and it's a compliment. Uh, they they are extremely important in pregnancy because during pregnancy a woman needs to build needs to maintain her brain and needs to build a new brain. And so it's extremely important for women when they're pregnant. To to have a good source of both essential fatty acids in their diet for their own health, the health of their kids. They oil the skin. If your skin gets dry, it means you're not getting enough of the right kind of oils. And so that's how we measure what is optimum. Optimum, we me- the way we measure it is about a tablespoon per 50 pounds of body weight per day, mixed in food spread out over the course of the day. So most people would get two to four tablespoons. Uh, they uh, increase the, the omega-3s, turn on fat burning in the body, and turn off fat production. Opposite to carbs, which if you eat more than you burn, turn on fat production and turn off fat burning. So omega-3s are helpful in weight loss. If you go on a keto diet, you lose weight too, but that's mostly you're losing water. They, they kind of dehydrate you but the omega-3s actually turn on fat burning in the body. They're also anti-inflammatory, so you have, tend to have less inflammation, uh, so they're helpful in pr- most of the inflammatory conditions. Um, what else? They, uh, they, they have functions in bone, so when you have more omega-3s in the diet, your bones are stronger. The bone-making cells are encouraged, and the bone breakdown cells are inhibited. Uh, Let's see. They're super good. Part of the reason why they're so good is because they increase metabolic rate. They increase oxygen metabolism because oxygen is very attracted to these fats, and in the process of oxidizing the fat, you create energy. Uh, They play a role in the mitochondria, which are the energy factories in the cells. They lower most of the major cardiovascular risk factors, including high blood pressure, high triglycerides, high cholesterol, uh, 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 C-reactive protein, which is an inflammatory cardiovascular risk factor. They make platelets less sticky. Uh, They help in the inflammatory diseases. I already mentioned that. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Any part of the body, they make hair and nails grow better. They make skin nicer. Um, in fact, your hair will grow about 25% faster when you get the right oils uh, than when you don't. And your nails won't split and your hair won't split as much. So they're very nice for, for skin, hair, hair, nails. Probably our biggest feedback is from women who talk about how incredible their skin is. When they get enough.
0: Now you, you uh, focus um, on flax oil, and I think that mainstream their focus is on the fish oils. So what is the difference between the two, and why why is your, your passion place with the flaxseed oil?
2: Oh well, they, they, I never recommended fish oil because their their process is they're another five times more sensitive than flax oil omega threes. And they're really damaged because they're done the same way the cooking oils are made. So I have never recommended fish oils because of that. Uh, And the fish oil does not have essential fatty acids in it. It has essential fatty acid derivatives, which means if you get enough flax oil, your body will make fish oil in your body. Because Mm -hmm. it has the enzymes to convert uh, the essential fatty acid omega-3, which is plant-based, to the fish oil omega-3s, EPA and DHA, which are animal-based. So, And, and the, uh, I knew that 99% of the population doesn't get enough of the starting material to make the conversion. So instead of giving them fish oils, I thought, let's bring back the basics. They're more stable in the body. The body has better metabolic control. Let's bring back the, the basics and let the body do what it knows how to do. Mm-hmm. Now, sure. when you go into the marketplace, you get a different story. The fish oil industry tells you that EPA and DHA are essential fatty acids, but they're not. The researchers are very clear in their definition because you can make fish oil in the body if you have, have plant omega-3s in your body. That's why they're not essential. But they got a 100-year start on, on flax oil because they fish oils have been cod liver oils have been around for probably three hundred years. And so they had a they they were a much bigger industry than what we were talking about. And my view was let's bring back the basics, make sure that people get their omega threes and then let the body do let's let life do what it knows how to do.
0: So, okay, then the difference, um, I think it's, it's it's obvious, but it bears the question. Getting flaxseed oil from the seeds versus the oil, we're talking about far more concentration. How many tablespoons of actual flaxseed would you need versus a tablespoon of the, the oil?
2: Well, flax oil is, is maybe about 40% fat, and then of that fat, probably 55% is omega-3, so point six point six is three point six thirty six. So you'd have to if you want a tablespoon of omega threes out of flax seeds, you would have to eat probably four or five tablespoons. Four or five. I'm I'm just I'm not doing the math in my mm-hmm. head, so I, I may not be entirely accurate. And yeah. then and then there's another issue is that if you do it from flax, the flax absorbs six times its weight in water. So if you're taking five or five tablespoons of flax, you're taking 30 tablespoons of what happens when you eat it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, there, so what I, and, and people ask me that question, well, why don't you just eat the seeds and forget the oil? So I did a, I did a study on myself. So, you know, I'm I'm exhibit, I'm exhibit A for what I do. So even in summer when I need less oil than in winter, I couldn't get enough oil from using seeds uh, alone as my source of oil. And I was using flax seed and and sunflower seeds to get the same ratio that's in the oil, in the oil blend. Um, uh, And I couldn't do it. My, My skin would get drier. And I need about two or three tablespoons in summer. I need about four in winter to get my skin soft, smooth, and velvety. That's how we measure optimum intake. The skin gets them last and loses them first. So I couldn't do it on seeds. So I say to people, look, seeds seeds and nuts are good food. There are lots of good things in it. Eat as many of those as you can. If your skin is still dry, then, then top it up with oil.
0: Now, are you talking by is the, the tablespoon, right? or you, do you have uh, pill forms that you recommend?
2: Well, it, it, the oil is usually sold bulk because it's not a supplement. It's, it's actually a food oil. Mm-hmm. So it's in bottles. You can get it in capsules. But there's, if you were two tablespoons, that would be 28 capsules.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah, and,
2: uh, so, to get the equivalent. And capsules are three times more expensive because encapsulation is an expensive process. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I recommend if you're traveling, then the capsules are okay. But if you're at home, you use the oil and just lose it in food.
0: So, yeah, okay, that's what I was going to say.
2: It improves, improves the absorption of oil soluble nutrients. So just lose it in food.
0: So can you mix it in with other oils? So uh, someone who is, uh, like myself, uh, I use o- uh, olive oil a lot of time with salad dressing. Can I put the flaxseed oil with the olive oil?
2: Yep. They, yeah, they all mix together. That's not a problem. The only thing you don't want to do is fry it. Oh
0: Yes, okay. And Now, to that point, it has a very low burning point, correct?
2: Mm, no, well, you know what? You shouldn't fry anything. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And basically, frying is the worst thing we ever invented to do to our health because we're burning the food, we're making it toxic, and then we eat it. And, and you know, ma- life's mandate, nature's mandate, fresh, whole, raw, uh, raw, 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 <laughs> organic. And so, we've, you know, cooking in water is bad enough. Cooking in oil, fry, you know, and my slogan for it is fried oils fry health, fried foods fry health. What you do to the oil, oils are vindictive. What you do to them, they do to you. Mm -hmm. You you wreck them, they'll wreck you, and you treat them with care, and they'll treat you with care.
0: Well, people do sauté their foods. Frying was the wrong word. Agreed. My hand slapped. Sautéing.
2: Well, you know, I I, 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 I would inch into the sautéing as well. Okay. Anything that turns food brown. If the food turns brown, golden or brown or black or smoke, smoke, you're changing molecules from natural to unnatural.
0: Right, and the smoke is the big thing when you're talking oh. about oils. That then you yeah. know 100% that it's, it's completely denatured.
2: Right, and it- when you cook in water, you don't burn the food unless the food burns on, at the bottom of your, your pan. But water, the temperature of water doesn't burn the food, so then you take the food off the fire, then you can add oils to hot soups or steamed vegetables or whatever it is that you've got. So the oil can, can stand some heat. You just have to keep it out of the frying pan my recommendation is that you get your frying pan, hit yourself on the head with it really hard. (laughs) So it's associated with pain and then throw it out.
0: And then you get that big bucket and cook your food. That's
2: only a calc is what you're looking for.
0: (laughs) Okay, I want to give you a little bit of time to talk about the coronavirus. But first, I think it's important that people understand that the storage of oils is very important as well. So maybe we could talk about that.
2: Yeah, if you freeze them. And oil shrink when you freeze them, not like water that 'll bust the bottles they 're in glass bottles in a box in the fridge in the health food stores and if you take them home, you put them in the fridge you can take them out of the out of the the box uh and you'll keep them in the in the fridge if you want them a three year shelf life you can put them in the freezer and freeze them solid that 's what i do i get it I get my oil by the case I have to buy it too uh, I get it by the case and uh Keep it in the freezer. In the bottle I'm using, take it out and put it in the fridge. Closed in the fridge, a year shelf life. Once it's opened, oxygen gets in, air gets in, and then we recommend you use it up within eight weeks. And that's not hard to do if you're taking two to four tablespoons a day.
0: Uh, what about the color of the jar? Does that make any difference at all? Does it need to be an, uh, an opaque, a uh, dark colored jar?
2: Well, well we, use, we use brown glass bottles. Okay. And, uh, yeah the, the less the less light goes through the glass, the better it is, because light is very damaging to oil
1: mm-hmm. it,
2: uh, it turns into free radicals, and then you get chain reactions and and uh so you will really want to protect the oils like in nature the the the, the uh, seeds that have a lot of omega threes they either have a hard shell around them where no, no light gets through, or they have a skin on top of them where that that keeps out the light so there's a reason why nature does that.
0: Quick question: um, I have a product that uh, I buy frozen, and then I defrost, um, and I defrost, and then refreeze. But I'm allowed to do that, though. That's what the product uh, distributor says. But, anyways, question is: If you buy the oils, um, can you put them in like ice cube trays? Divide them up so that you have the a little serving size available to you, or is that not good?
2: You could, but you know what? That's uh, that's a little bit too OCD for me.
0: No, but if you were just yeah. like if if yeah, okay, fair enough. If you I was yeah, just thinking,
2: you know, I just pour it in, you know, if you get three tablespoons in it or two, it's okay. If you get one instead of two, it's okay because you're getting you're still getting a lot of something that is really important. Mm-hmm. If you get more than you need, your body just burns it off.
0: Okay. Now yeah. we're let's talk a little bit. You wanted to mention a few things about the coronavirus, so I'd like to hear yeah, coronavirus uh,
2: your is. The first one was that uh uh like you like you I think you tried to say uh viruses uh antibiotics are not helpful. <clears throat> antibiotics work for bacteria but they're not helpful in virus illnesses. I use digestive enzymes or protease enzymes. Uh when I get colds, I'll actually chew up capsules of enzymes in my mouth. And Swish them around in my mouth because they will digest the protein coat off the viruses, and then when the protein coat comes off the virus, it can't get back into yourself, and so what i'm doing is i'm helping from the outside to make it a little easier for what my immune system has to deal with. I also use uh, acid acidic water or or salt water to to wash my mouth out or you know gargle. Because that also gets rid of because if you can get rid of as many viruses as you can when they come out of the cells and fill your your respiratory passages, then you're actually taking a load off the immune system. Um and then this other thing I do is uh when I when I have a when I have a cold or get viruses, no sugar and right. minimum uh minimum carbs. Right because sugar will knock down your immune system for five to eight hours. And in those five to eight hours, if you figure out that the virus is double every 20 minutes to 30 minutes, you 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 can get a lot of he- virus head start that you, then your immune system has to pick up.
0: So the, back so, to the digestive enzymes, you start taking, this is part of your protocol right now, maybe during the, the um, winter months?
2: No, what I do, well, I take them anyway because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Enzymes, raw foods have enzymes in them that do 60% of the digestion of the food for you when you chew them up properly. Uh, When you cook the food, you you destroy all those enzymes. Mm -hmm. So I'm replacing the enzymes that were destroyed when food was cooked. But even if you're eating raw foods, they're easier to digest and you're taking the load off your immune system and that frees the immune system to do other things like go after viruses. and That's why I do it that way. So... They directly, they have an effect on the viruses, but they also take a load off the immune system.
0: The great advice. Um, great advice. Thank you for that. Yeah. it's and
2: uh, let's see. That's that's the main thing that I would add to it. And the other one is don't get too paranoid. You know, SARS. Yes. You know, was worldwide big scare, and I think I can't remember. It was fourteen hundred or fourteen thousand people that died worldwide of SARS. Their flus, flu generally kills 20,000 people mm-hmm. a year. Exactly. And those, those are uh, immune-compromised people. So don't get too excited about coronavirus. Uh, you know, the other one is keep your neck warm.
0: Yep, very good.
2: That's, that's also good. In fact, you can go if you have a major snot nose cold and you go in a sauna, you know, the, your cold completely clears up course then it comes roaring back when you get out of the sauna <laughs> but the virus uh, when you keep heat and that's why your body produces fever when you have uh, infections is because the heat makes it more difficult for the for the critters, critters? so yeah so that's... you can do a sauna and, and... but when you, you know but you can't sit in a sauna for for three days.
0: <laughs> no, but that's excellent advice. It, it really is, and I, I, I was trying to intimate to that, too, um, to your point. We have to be diligent, but not overthink this, because... Yeah,
2: um, yeah. and I usually pay attention to chewing the enzymes. I only do that when I start feeling sore throat, you know, when it mm-hmm. hurts when I swallow. Then I'll spray acid water in the back of my throat or I'll gar- gargle with it and then I'll chew up enzymes so that the enzymes are there. So when, they, when the viruses come out of the cells, the enzymes will pick them off.
0: That's great advice. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And I know everybody else will be appreciating that too because they're not difficult things to implement. And uh, everybody, you know, we, we want to be proactive in these things. So if people wanted yep. to find out more about you, Udo, or where your products are, what's the best place that they can reach
2: uh, you? For, for the products, uh, Udo's choice, U D O S choice. No apostrophe, Udo's choice is uh, .com. And for other stuff that I do that has to do with the bigger picture of health, uh, theudo.com. The Udo. Theudo.com.
0: .com. Okay. So those will all be uh, included in um, the links when we put the podcast up. So if you did not receive them today or didn't have a pen, they will be there. Udo, thank you so much. Great conversation. So important uh, that people are aware of this. So thank you for thank joining you. us today. Yeah.
2: I'm glad you're doing this because you're an amplifier for good messages for many people.
0: Thank you. You know what? We all do our part, right? Whatever we can, we (laughs) do our part. Uh, Everybody, thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you next week on The Health Hub.